There we go. All right. Pastafarian. Here you go. Woohoo! There's a microphone. There's a microphone. What? It's on. It's running. Yeah, it's running. Don't nope. press any buttons. buttons. Don't press. Don't press any buttons. <laughs> Just hold on to the microphone. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Grid City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. And we've got a couple of guests with us because we're in a car. We're on a fucking adventure. (laughs) Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. We have uh, driven to Spokane, Washington with our wives. I like to say it's Spokane. Spokane, like (laughs) cocaine. Spokane. Yes, so we've got Michelle and Becca with us, so they might chirp in Hello. as I try to navigate getting out of this fucking parking lot. Good luck. Uh, it's over this way, I think. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But we are headed to Buddy Boy Farms. Yes. Very exciting. Uh, they were kind enough to uh, let us go out to uh, their farm invite us out after that awesome podcast. If you want to listen to that one, you can go back. It was, uh, earlier this year, right? Yes. <laughs> it was this year, right? Yeah. I was pretty sure it yeah. was this year. Cause it was, uh, everything cleared up. We did it at Jeff's house. It was still during COVID stuff. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit on that, but it's on towards the tail end. I think they'd already cured it all. So <laughs> pretty sure we're safe there. But we ended up uh, having such a great time, and they invited us out. And I believe it's because we're doing it now. It's because it's blueberry season. Yeah, I think they they said something about growing blueberries. They might might may have a uh, blueberry wine thing going on out there too. So uh, we're looking uh, to go check out some uh, marijuana what? and also some blueberries or other farm stuff because they are more than just a farm. They're, uh, well, more than just a weed farm, I should say. They're a farm farm for other farm stuff. Like yeah. blueberries, which we mentioned before. <laughs> uh, I'm a little out of sorts because uh, our first night was last night. We're driving now to Buddy Boy Farm, so I figured we'd try to recap the holy shit that happened um, oh my God. last night getting into uh, Spokane. So... From Tacoma and Puyallup, perspectively, we road-tripped across. Um, Michelle and I stopped in Ellensburg at the Campus U Totem, like, drive-in burger ranch shack thing. (laughs) Uh, Very tasty blue burger, and it had a nice milkshake that, while it was a peanut butter milkshake, they decided to label it peen. So I had, a, I had a nice oh, peen milkshake. That's hilarious. Uh, if you were a part of the, if you're part of the Discord, I've been posting a bunch of pictures from there, and so that was one of those that was kind of a no context peen shake. 
<laughs> very, very tasty, though. Really, Contest. I really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, we met a nice couple there who was also traveling there for their kids' baby, or no, their, what was their grandkids' baby shark birthday. Yeah, they were also going to Spokane, and they were from Olympia, so it was like a similar trip to uh, Yeah, they always you know. stopped at that at the Utotem because they love the uh, they love the onion rings. I didn't have any onion rings, yeah, but had we known, yeah. apparently they have the good onion rings and tartar sauce. Did you guys stop anywhere uh, on your uh, way back over across? We stopped in Covington at Cosmic Waddles. Saw Brogan. Nice. Yeah, got How's some. Brogan doing? He's doing good, man. He was hanging out in there, you know. You know Brogan. Yeah. Uh, you know, serving up some beers, telling people what they need. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, yeah, you managed to get some uh, some beers for our stuff? I did. I got a, a weird six-pack, and then we bought some wine for, for the wife and, uh, and uh, you know, that's some stuff. It. Yeah, that's it. Had a couple beers, but then I... Uh, Fell asleep. Back to drove. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of it uneventful. Then I think ours was pretty pretty chill. Yeah, we didn't. Um, almost the ride over was super easy. Just super relaxed. I thought. Becca. Yeah. Yeah. No problems. No. No problems. Yeah. See, I slept also. It's well, like once you get on I like uh, I ninety going across, it's just so straight that it's it, it's not super boring because I still think it looks cool, but it's it's flat. We saw some deer. That was cool. Whoa, you saw deer? Oh, yeah. Nice. We We just saw a nice, uh, hazy, smoky, you know, uh, horizon. Like, almost that whole trip. Yeah, we're trying to see whether or not there were wildfires. And we were kind of keeping an eye out because it's wildfire season all around. But it seems like there's just maybe a small one or something in this area. But, like, everywhere else is, like, Wenatchee. And I know in Oregon, there's just mammoth right now as well. So, kind of nice to mostly avoid that, but it's still out there and you can see it. Whatever, you're not avoiding the smoke today, buddy. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I'm so stoked for this. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Buddy Boy. Um, definitely excited for all of this. Right now, we're still, I'm still trying to get the hell out of Spokane, uh, which we all arrived to last night staying at a nice hotel uh i really kind of enjoyed the hotel it's got some nice big signs out that one of them looked look like the the young ladies from the shining had all grown up and decided to go fishing <laughs> but uh we uh, we experienced spokane real quick because before you guys got there got here uh we decided to go to just safeway to get some provisions we needed yeah. uh i needed tums because i'm old <laughs> and then we just needed those snacks, and I wanted cookies, and I found red vines, which are bomb. Uh, but that Safeway, it it was like firsthand quick experience. It was like, you know that culture shock when people get to Tacoma, and they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's the same, because it's its own, Spokane's its own different breed, and I just, I like to call it feral. <laughs> it's, uh, like, it's just a little looser. Like, uh, the parking lot at the Safeway was just like, I haven't experienced this. It was just like, I know that people drive their cars into buildings in Tacoma, but like, it's a demolition derby in a Safeway parking lot. <laughs> like, legitimately, cars were just driving whichever way they wanted. I watch an old man go in between two handicapped parking spaces over the curb that's <laughs> meant to stop people from doing that. He like realized. Uh, after the first bump over, and then he was just like, well, I'm already here, and just right. kept going for it. That's it. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, 
that was just the first experience, and it was like, wow. But yeah, he wasn't—he wasn't the only one. There were several other cars that, like, parking lot is really just a drive-through. Go anywhere you want. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so that was kind of chaotic. And I mean, it was like what, like eight o'clock on a Thursday night. Maybe people were uh, ready to party. So I don't know how it was going on with that, but. And then just experiencing, I mean, the Safeway itself was mostly fine. There was a uh, former former drag queen who was belting out Whitney Houston hits as she was shopping. Mm-hmm. So very popular with the crowd. Like, I know one kid and her mom uh, knew her by name. She, she came up and said hi. Was, while she was uh She had shopping. that feeling, man. She was living her best life. It was pretty That's amazing. Fantastic. Uh, really was uh, a lot of fun with that. So these are just the things that I'm experiencing after being in Spokane, like maybe a total of, you know, like 15 minutes of exposure time other than just the hotel. So we haven't been in here and it's been a long while since I've been to Spokane. This is our first trip. Is it? Yeah, I've never been here before. See, now, like the, uh, the first time, like, well, not one of the first time, but I've been here a couple times for like comic book conventions, like Lilac City Comic Con happens. Uh, and hopefully soon it'll be back. Um, but I've gone with a couple of uh, comic book artists and writers, so they kind of just, I don't know, they like to do stuff. And not, like, drink, basically. Not, like, I'm not trying to infer anything like that. <laughs> um, but they, uh, uh, you get drunk, you have some fun, they do what they call drink and draws, which uh, they draw and drink, and then it's just a way to drink. And after that, on the side of the road... We saw somebody saw a sign that said Tasers $25 with a phone number to which all of these people decided now that this was an amazing idea and they were going to buy a roadside Taser. What an opportunity. Yep. Hey, and, uh, and they they delivered it to the hotel lobby. Oh, wow. And then that's, service. that's when I, I tapped out. Uh, I'm like, now this is too real. I'm out. And so I went to bed, but I did find out that someone did get Tasered in the tank. Uh, and it worked. So there's that. <laughs> that was that is super um, effective. That is probably the one of the very last places I would like to get tasered. This see. is the second. Oh, look at that. There's this a Black Lives one. flag on a truck. So oh. you see the trucks with the flags, and they'd be the ones that we usually had, like the America flags or uh, maybe yeah, a Seahawks mean... flag or maybe something oh. more sinister. And Thank you. And uh, this is the second time that we've seen a big, giant truck with a Black Lives Matter uh, flag. Did I say that right? Black Lives Matter flag yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, just flagging. It's like, wow. We saw one when we were coming back on Wednesday from Maria Bamford at the Tacoma Comedy Club. It had, it was like an old school truck. And it had a big old American flag on the, the left side. But where the uh, the stars would be was like a also a peace sign kind of in the center. Okay. And on the right side, just like that one, a big old Black Lives Matter flag. The thing was, is they drove like shit. So I was kind of like, well, I respect your message, but I don't like your driving. Fair enough. And uh, anyway, back to Spokane. Spokane. See, look at that. We've got some similarities between Spokane and Tacoma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a fun thing. Sisters. Uh, That's a fun thing. So, yeah, so after we ended up, uh, where were we at? Oh, you didn't even want to talk about the serenading? At the Safeway? Oh, yeah. Well, she did what she was serenading. We, <laughs> we bought some drinks. And then, and then yeah. we were put on the conveyor belt. And she we ended had a up, bottle. yeah. So the, the former drag queen, she ended up behind us in line. 
um, which was wonderful. It seems everyone knew her, even the cashier knew her. Mm-hmm. And she was talking, jabbering on. But then once the uh, little conveyor belt, it had our vodka on there. We got a nice Tito's vodka. And uh, it tipped over and fell on the belt. And we were like, oh, no. But it didn't break. The girl was very scared and was like, no, it did break. Totally didn't break. And then uh, the drag queen serenaded us a song about how uh, how our Tito's didn't break. In the style of Whitney. Yeah, Aww. in the style of Whitney. So it was super fun. Um, whoa. Nope, they're turning. That's good. I'm cool. <laughs> Wonderful person all around. But that was like literally like our first experience. And it was just in a safe way. So I was like, holy shit, what is going to happen? And then we all met up. Yeah. And we had some uh, had some room drinks. I feel like we I should have went to the Safeway because it sounds like we missed out. Oh, oh it was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, she was singing throughout the whole story. You could no matter where you were shopping, you could tell where she she was and what she was getting. Yeah, I love that. that <laughs> because she awesome. was so excited that they had pineapple Fanta. Yeah. She was getting liters and liters. Which I've never had pineapple Fanta, so uh I don't know how that's going to work out, but I did like uh, gin and pineapple juice with a little bit of mango uh, seltzer. Did that once. Fancy. That was a good one. So then we ended up meeting up and having a couple drinks and kind of figuring out what we wanted to do. And you guys were saying you're hungry, so we were like, let's find something around here. (laughs) And I found a place. Yeah. Uh, that was within walking distance, so we could all get our little steps in on our uh, devices that are on our wrists. And? And, uh, what? Trying, you to, the name of trying it? to get dinner. We're, oh, yeah. yeah, we're trying to get dinner. <laughs> and so I was just looking for, like, you know, bar food, whatever, something along those lines. And so we found a place, well, I found a place that said that it went, and Hardy, what, Hardy Pub Food? Yeah. Was, like, in the Google description. Yeah, yeah, you were reading this, the, the sandwiches and stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, they have this. And this. Yeah, right? Okay, yeah, I remember okay. doing that. All right. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, <laughs> we're like, let's go over there. So we head over to uh, Fast Eddie's. Right on Division Avenue uh, in the heart of somewhere. I don't know. I, it might, I don't know if we're downtown. Or we're by the river. In, we're down by the river. <laughs> down by the river. I'm turning here. I've got to pay attention. I'm not turning here. I'm not turning at this spot. That's awkward. Sorry, guys. Oh. (laughs) I'm not reading directions very well. See, that's interesting. It's a stop sign with a right turn only. Yeah, we got a right turn only, but But it wants me to turn left. But there's a neighborhood street that's... Oh, that's not good. Yeah, Google's dumb. Google, Google, you're screwing me, buddy. So we'll get past this. Recalculating. Yeah, we'll recalculate in a second here. But anyway. Yeah, now we can turn left. Like, here, I guess. Yep. So we'll turn around. So anyway, so we ended up, we're like, we're going to walk over to Fast Eddie's. And Fast Eddie is, I don't know who Fast Eddie is uh, or what the place's story is, but there is a mascot that is an old dude with a giant red nose and he's everywhere. Yep, it is on everything. Yeah, I know. Whatever, too late. Oh, that was pretty skillful. That's a good turnaround. (laughs) Yep. So Fast Eddie is a sports bar. So I figured, cool. Yep. And they already said they had hearty pub food. So we show up, get carted right away. The guy was very happy because now they're open till 2 a.m. 
And I'm like, if you're open until 2 a.m. on a Thursday, good luck to you. Yeah, he sounded very happy about that. <laughs> and then we ended up going in, and it was a straight-up college bar oh, man. Oh, that yeah. did not serve food, at least that no. night, nor maybe ever. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't get food, but we did have some drinks, cheap pitchers of beer because it was Thursday. So we got some beer. Becca got some wine. Scott got some fancy wheat fucking beer. I don't know what the fuck you get, but it's always thick as shit. And, uh... It was yeah. just some Elysian, actually. It was nothing even that yeah, we just got Yeah, we just got a pitcher of Coors, because it was five bucks. Yeah. No. It was, it was ten, though. It was ten? Yeah. They, the, they tricked you with they the They tricked sign, you. Bro. The sign said five dollars. Yes. No, it's a ten. Call it oh. Did it say ten? Yes. <laughs> Is a ten dollar pitcher of Coors good, then? I it think was, we got shit on. It was fine. We got duped. We got duped with the food. We're lucky that we were just drinking Coors Light because that place gives you, like, that binge vibe. Oh, it's yeah. college. They you had, just want to drink well, with everyone. Becca did get a boozy Slurpee that we all did split. Oh, a yardstick. We got a yardstick. It was so. like a Red Bull slushy. Yeah, which we totally needed at when we're going, like, to going <laughs> to bed right after. Right? Got an early morning appointment. So, yeah, so we got to experience, again, the college nightlife. Oh, which, yeah, right away. Yep. When I went up to get my, uh, to order the, the picture, I had this tall, tall dude right next to me. He's like, all right, whatever you're getting next, I got it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, thank you. She comes back to brag to me, and I'm like, yeah, get your drinks, girl. Shit. I never found him again. Never found him, but uh, <laughs> we, uh. And then, yeah, just the uh, the 21-year-old vibe that was, like, the girl who was, like, wears her sash that it was her yeah. first, her 21st birthday. Is it that was, what that was? Yeah, yeah that was the sash like that it, said it was, like, it's, like, finally 21. Oh, I thought it said finalist. <laughs> I thought she was, like, a contender for something. Like nope. A, some... Nope, she's finally 21. That's why we high-fived her. Oh. Because she could drink. And super cute. I think I didn't see her. Uh, I didn't see her uh, have any incidents. There was a couple of incidents, though. Yeah. No, they did not pull that girl out of the bathroom. No, <laughs> they they did uh, pull a girl out of the bathroom who was wearing a nice sundress. It's nice to see the the '90s fashion is totally All back. All the '90s fashion. All of you want to uh, see crop tops. You want to see chokers. You want to see. Like, oh my god, see, the little like, backpacks! Oh my god, everybody has little backpacks! The, uh, the baggy jeans with the, uh, waist-high thongs that come up over. <gasps> no, you saw that? Oh yeah, with the <gasps> with the crimped, bleached hair that's still, uh, like, with the roots and stuff, no you see? Way. Oh yeah, this is total 90s stuff, man. This is like, like, I literally saw, a, I want to call him a kid, he's gotta be 21, they carded him, and... He was wearing a Rugrats t-shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I remember the Rugrats. I still like the Rugrats. But that was when I was a kid. And, oh, shit. Yep. All our stuff is retro now, which I'm okay with, I guess. So we made it through there. One lady did have to get pulled out of the uh, out of the bathroom. She was not having a great night. No, and you can't camp a stall. There's only two stalls in there. <laughs> it's not fair. I, w- I went in, and there's like one was being used, and you could tell there was somebody sitting on the floor, and another pair of shoes like trying to hover over her. You're like, oh, that's not good. Nope. <laughs> well, who hasn't been there before? Uh-huh. We've had to, uh, for for uh, NorwestCon, 
we've had to fish a friend out of the bathroom. Cool. So, you know, this kind of felt like Con. Even you said that when we got to the hotel. It did. The hotel is, it's spread out. It's a big-sized hotel, and the, the whole vibe I got walking in, it felt like Con. It smelled like Con. I was like, <laughs> there's a lot of people staying there, right? I'm it's, trying to figure out if there was something going on. I don't know because I haven't actually looked. But, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, so, I don't know, we, we were there, uh, almost till midnight, I guess, just kind of hanging out, and then realizing that we have to get up at, right now, it's, uh, almost nine o'clock. Well, yeah, but we had to let Becca spin the, the birthday wheel. Becca spun the birthday wheel, because it was, they had a birthday wheel, I didn't realize what it was, I thought maybe someone had to pay in money, and then you got something. There's a lot of fucking birthdays last there night. There, that's the thing. A lot of people were spinning. And, and they, they check IDs for that. So, they verify it's your birthday, or at least within the last three days. So Becca got to spin the wheel because it was your birthday a couple days ago, right? Yes. On Tuesday. Nice. Happy birthday. Thank you. So you got to spin the wheel. What'd you get? Uh, I got a $5 um, tourist drinks at the bar. Nice. What'd you buy? Did that go to the Slurpee? It did go to the Slurpee, <laughs> yes. That's what I had been eyeing was a Slurpee, and I said, that is my destiny. It was so. funny, because the whole ride here, the whole trip, every time we'd stop, she's like, do they have Slurpees here? Do they have Slurpees? I want a Slurpee. <laughs> so it was perfect. As soon as I saw the machine, I went, oh, shit, we're getting one of those. <laughs> yeah, this place had a Slurpee machine. They had a smoke machine. They had... Uh, the a, biggest fan I've ever seen in my life. A gigantic floor fan, which was very interesting. Yeah, and but people crowded around it. It's very popular. Makes sense. Yeah. And then they had the, uh, and then they had the very hard beating music. Yeah, music was a little loud because you couldn't you couldn't even talk, right? Yeah, well, towards that's not a talking place. Well, even <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> And oh, what I was know. the style of music? It seemed like it was all over the it place. It was all over yeah. the place. They did end up hitting some, even some, like, I don't know what that Skrillex stuff is, but <laughs> dubstep. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it's called. I don't know. Anymore. I laughed when I heard it an was. LMFAO song. I'm like, yes! <laughs> well, I mean, that's also funny because we listened to the album on the way over we here. We did. Sorry for party rocking. Nice. We started off party rocking the whole album. That started our trip. Going over the Cascades. It was a cool bar, though. Like, yeah. In, in general, I had a really good time. And all the guys, like, bartenders and stuff were pretty decent. Mm. You know what I mean? So... And then we saved a fucking life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we did, though. We did. Yeah. We were good citizens. There was, yeah, there was a dude who was fucking another uh, fucking almost called Tacoma experience. I haven't experienced this before, though. So this is purely Spokane. But, I mean, it happens everywhere. Dude was literally passed out in his car at a stoplight. Because, Basically well, across the street, right? Like yeah. We were, we were going back to the hotel across the street. Yeah. <laughs> the stupid thing. It's like it's not like. No worries, man. No, it's fine. Thank you. Anyway, yeah. So we were walking back from Fast Eddie's back to the hotel. Super close, so it was perfect. And what well, we're crossing the street with another guy. Yeah, just some rando. Yep. And then he turned back at the car. We just walked right past it. I didn't know. It. I didn't even notice shit. I didn't either. But I saw him looking at the car really weird. 
I'm like, why? And I look over, and the driver is slumped over this the uh, steering wheel, um, sitting at a red light. It's like, oh, that's not good. I went over and I I tapped the hood of the car. No movement. I'm like, the other guy oh, was knocking no. on the window, and I think that's when even Scott noticed at that point. It yep. was like, oh shit. So I walked over to the driver's side. the The window was rolled down, so I actually reached in and tapped his shoulder. He woke up. Um, and I was like, hey, you're sitting at a red light. And then Scott comes over. <laughs> yeah, well, first thing out of his mouth is he looked up at me and he's like, I'm not driving. <laughs> I was like, uh, bro, well, you're not, you're sleeping. <laughs> you, you're parked at a red light. Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky his car didn't start moving. Oh, yeah. no, yeah, straight up. And you were super smart and you just, you killed the engine immediately. I tried. Yeah. Basically, told him, like, man, you can't drive. You can't drive like this. And he, he obliged. He, yeah. There was no argument. He was just really embarrassed about the whole thing. And but we got we got uh, him out of the car. We so. got him out of the car. Um, we all were drinking at the bar, so we couldn't like move his car or anything. But Rando like went ahead and like just moved it off to the side of the road. Yeah, found um, a spot right right out in front of Fast Eddie's, and we made sure that the guy got himself. Uh, he called someone to come pick him up. Yep, and he just found him a good sitting place and sit here and wait, man. <laughs> Sit here and wait, bro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, oh, look, that worked out. Yeah, it worked out, right? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. So that was literally the first night in Spokane, and uh, <laughs> now we've got we've got we're heading we're getting closer to Buddy Boy. It is beautiful out here Isn't right it? now. Yeah, it is so nice out here. Nice, you know. It's always I always expect it to be like flat, but remember, there's also trees out here too. So we're heading out to this, just seeing all sorts of the weird churches and shit out here now. So I'm a huge fan of uh, Z Nation, right? Yeah, yeah, the zombie show that was yeah, on, what, sci-fi? Was, yeah, that was filmed out here for like three years. They filmed oh, out in Spokane. Oh, shit. And they said one of the reasons they did it is because you have like all the different climates. You have desert, you have mountains, you have trees, you have a city if you need it. Yeah. Uh, they did a bunch of stuff out by that dam. Oh, the Grand Coulee? Yeah. yeah. I think it was the one we just drove by. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, But I don't know. Like, um, I was looking at... I was On the ride over, I was looking at places they filmed. (laughs) Because that was such a (laughs) dork. And there's a bunch, right? No, that was like when I went to uh, Atlanta. I went down to Sonoy, Georgia, because it was Walking Dead shit there. So that some of the sets. So, no, I totally get that. That's fucking awesome. I didn't... I remember hearing that now that you mentioned it, but I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a, a show that... That uh, had DJ Qualls in it, though. It did, as yeah. the fucking DJ, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he was an army guy, but yeah, he was kind of... Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, such a good show. <laughs> it's not, but it is. <laughs> well, yeah, with those, you know what you're getting into, too. That's the whole thing. Yeah. They fucking owned it on that show, too. I think the first episode just dives right into Zombie Baby. Like, very first thing. <laughs> Didn't they make, like, zombie weed? Yeah, they did. Z-weed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we won't find any Z-weed at Buddy Boy, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's funny. It'd be sweet if they had their own. That's so funny. God, yep. Go to the weed. Go to the yeah. weed. You guys know that everything you're wearing is totally going to smell like skunks have been fucking in it. <laughs> Yeah, yep, I'm fine with that. Uh, I've only been to, like, I've been to a couple of, uh, like, in the city, like, 
I don't want to call them grow ops, yeah. but I guess they are, right? Yeah, the warehouses. Yeah, the warehouses. Yeah. And that's, like, fine, but this is going to be totally different. I've never been out to a farm doing it, so I don't know what there's... I mean, I should have... I could have gone back and listened to our podcast. Well, they... And, like, refresh yeah. myself. They're definitely not small. Like, the one... I, I've been to, like, one in Tacoma, maybe two. Yeah. Two, right? Um, and there's just, a, like, a warehouse size, right? And I said something about a, a green... During the podcast, I said something about a greenhouse or whatever, and he's like, "Like we have twenty four of them." I think he said, "Yeah, yeah." So this is this is not a small operation. I don't think. I'm pretty excited, man. Yep. Right now it's only sixty eight degrees. I imagine it's going to get a lot hotter. But it'll be fine. We'll be fine. We won't get overheated. I don't know. I have water. We have sunscreen, hats, sunglasses. Yeah, we got a buddy boy hat. And an otter hat, so we're representing. You. And then we are just like going to the concert wearing the band's t-shirt. We got a buddy boy hat, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So remember when you gave us that? Yeah, that was cool. So I guess when we come back, we'll be uh, at Buddy Boy Farm. Uh, don't know what to expect, but uh, I'm really excited for all that. So uh, I guess we'll be back. You could supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. Like, that'll be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster, and you could tell me. Oh, fuck, Jeff. I'm drunk. Just do okay. Okay. Yeah. You want to yeah. make this hard Let's for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's role play this. Role play, yeah. All right. All right. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make, make, make a noise. Bang, bang that bang that against the. Hey, Scott, be careful. You about spilled your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high-quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City 15 to get 15% off. couldn't come up with it. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, oh, we need to put that in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. So we are here at Buddy Boy Farms with Galadriel. Galadriel, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. We're really excited for you guys to be out here today. And I'm super excited, too. We're just starting on the tour right now. You showed us a little bit of your office and showed, like, how you guys keep everything, like, in, like, lines of, like, what you know is growing. You've got so many things going on. It's, like, it's it looks like a pretty mammoth task just to keep everything in line. It is. <laughs> it is. There's so many moving parts all the time. And the other thing about this business is you have to be able to just switch, like, well, we were going to do this today. Oh, no, we're not. Now we're going to do this. And that happens all the time, every day. Absolutely. This is uh, Nick. He is... Hey, uh, Nick. Hi, guys. DJ's executive assistant. He also is human resources and like 12 other jobs because we just keep yeah. filing them on him. Nice, nice. Nick, yeah. so how long have you been around with the company? Uh, started in January, so oh, it's nice. been a wild ride so far. <laughs> <laughs> Are you adjusting to uh, the uh, the uh, farm life, or uh, where are you oh, from originally? Uh, St. Mary's, Idaho, so oh, wow, logging okay. town. Yeah, so, you know, it's very similar. So Awesome, sweet. So so where are we starting now with this tour? We're going to go into the, our clone room. So this is like the nursery, the babies. Oh. Um, we have a mother house where we keep I all like of our that. stock, and then... What they do is they take cuttings off them, and then we're going to put them in these water cloners. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So we're walking in through this big, giant door. It's a little warehouse room. Well, that's until I just noticed that the wall is a plastic uh, thing that we're going past. That is because it was so extremely 
cost that we needed oh. to try to keep as much air conditioning and keep him as cool as possible. Oh. We put this up temporarily. And we had, I mean, we had on Western Washington, we had the 100-degree temperatures. How has it been over here in Eastern Washington? It was, when you guys had the 100, we had 109 and 10 oh, and 15. Wow. So it was ridiculous, really. Yeah, this world was never, and, you know, we're just dealing with climate control all the time. So, yeah. Um, you know, then we invested in some AC units, you know, and then we started blowing some breakers. So it's just like <laughs> a continual, yeah. continual thing. So now we're here with the starts. Yeah, so these are all the babies, and these are all in, these are our water corners that we put them in. So they take the cuts off the mother plants, and then they put them in here, and this is oh, just wow. starting, so there's no roots on this one yet. But let's find one with some roots. They just sit in solution and bubble? Is that yeah, so it's our hydroponic um, growing system. And uh, so they put growth hormone oh, wow. on it. That's and awesome. Then, um, there's nutrients that go in the water, and there's little manifolds in there. Um, those blow up from time to time. You know, that's another thing we deal with. And then we lose a cloner and then, you know, inventory is off. So, you know, just everything, everything's business, you know. Well, it's like you're li dealing with, like, living things. So, and it's like anything with that is chaotic at best. Right. So, like, at the easiest moment, you just don't know what to expect. Right. And the same thing with HR. You're dealing with living things. <laughs> so yeah. you get all of it. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I see the, uh, you have, there's ladybugs. Do you guys do that on purpose? Yeah. yeah. That's we bring in uh, gallons of ladybugs every week. They send us boxes of ladybugs that we release everywhere. Wow. Except for when they can't catch them. Did you know that they catch them in the wild? No. Neither did I until I <laughs> eat ladybugs. And they're like, well, they're not around right now. And I'm like, what do you mean? Don't you, like, breed them? And they're like, no. I was wow. like, what? No, so they have to wait till like, swarms go through and catch them. Yeah, I did That's that. crazy. That's amazing. The yeah, struggles exactly. of clean-grown cannabis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, a, like, that's a really big point, too, as well. You guys do have the clean-grown cannabis, and that's really a main point for what you guys are doing. Yeah, I mean, so we can't be certified organic because they don't do that with marijuana yeah. yet. But mm -hmm. the rest of our farm, the other 640 acres that we do blueberries and alfalfa on, has been certified organic for over 40 years. So. Wow. We are not organic in the marijuana yet. We are working as much as we can to get that way. But this is a big operation, it, you know. It's... I mean, and, and I mean, and I mean, even just the the whole marijuana industry is still very, very new at that point. So you've got to find those things that you need to campaign for and not work for them at that point in time. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a federal program too. Yeah. So it yeah. that makes sense really too. Yeah. Legal. Yeah. Well, and, and there's hopefully being pushes made at this point in time, and I really hope for it, too, because, I mean, just all the BS throughout the years with, with a plant is just, I've never liked that at all. You know, it's just how dumb it's all been. That's uh, it <laughs> yes. for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But now, hopefully, maybe they'll see that they can make money on it, and then they'll be all in. Cause, yeah. Well, there's a bill right now. Um, apparently, they're trying to really yeah, legalize federally. You guys paying attention to that at all oh yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean i don't know i i don't i mean I, I, i've seen it but i haven't read any anything on it but no we keep i keep abreast of it we're on we're in it members of a couple different organizations so they're really good about keeping us up to date on all the possible legislation and different things is it would that be a good thing for you guys a better thing or don't know yet we don't know yet okay. it depends on how it's written all that i mean oh, there's gosh, so yeah. much to it we yeah. just we don't know yeah. The reality of it, right? You just don't know the reality. Um, even the people writing, writing all the laws and stuff, you know, you don't know what it is until you actually live it. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So how many starts? I mean, obviously you have all the numbers and stuff. Do you know like an exact number of starts you have here, or is it just yeah. a roundabout? No, I I don't know right this. Oh second. yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. Like no, how many? No, we, do, we know exactly. We know exactly how many were cut of exactly how many strings. That's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, that's an important struggle right now. Uh, we're trying to um, consolidate all of our reporting, right? So. Um, we have all these different data sources from all these different systems we use, and we're just trying to pull it all together so oh, yeah. we can see the overall picture, right? Um, there's not too many suites or, you know, software out there that allows us to do that. You know, they all do one portion, and that's great, but we have to integrate it all together. And it's, yeah, now it's finding all of those, uh, like, kind of bottlenecks and roadblocks now right. and just figuring out how to overcome them. Right. And luckily, Steve's a farmer, so he knows how to run a farm. So we know what, we're, we, know what we want. Um, it's just getting that in a timely fashion. Awesome, awesome. All right. So let's move to the next part. Yeah, we're going to the next part. I'm going to do all our interviewing in, like, the wind tunnel. I mean, it's Right? No. It's perfect. That's, we're getting, yeah, we're getting uh, all of it. We're getting the experience. Yeah, you are. Look at that! Hey, he's, DJ is wearing the Grid City Podcast shirt. I'm glad I wore the other color. We're not matching, but I see. I got the buddy boy hat. Making it all happen. DJ, how you been, man? Good. How are you been? Doing really well. Doing really well. Just got to see the start. So excited to see uh, both of you, uh, you, you coming along. Yeah. I'm going to show you right through this door here. Uh, but it says it keep closed when hot. I know. Because of the air conditioning. <laughs> <issue, laughs> <but laughs> I just want to Oh, wow. So we dump the dirt in the top there, and then the um, pots go through and get filled with dirt and come down the conveyor belt, and we take the little clones and put them into the pots. I'll show you the pots. Oh, wow. Okay. And then um, the one gallons go and veg some more, and the seven gallons go out to the greenhouse. Wow, neat. They used to take a shovel and do it by hand, and that was a lot. And then now there's a machine to do it. That's awesome. And oh, these so. hanging on the wall are the manifolds for the um, cloners. Okay, so that's okay. what's in the bottom of those tubs? Yes. Oh, do I just Yeah, so everything we use after every cycle gets uh, completely clean and sanitized, yeah. So how many times do you move them then? Like, uh, from a clone, do you repot them three or four times? From before? a clone, they go to one gallons. Then from one gallons, they go to sevens. Then they go on the greenhouse. Wow, okay. Yeah. Wow, so that's we'll a lot of... one gallons, and then we'll go out to the greenhouse. Oh, nice. Fantastic. So cool. It's okay, I'm going out there. Okay. Yeah, that's a great. Great. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I usually have a power washer in my hand. Yeah, there's a smell. Yeah, so they're coming in here to bed. So they'll sit in here for a little while. The reason we have the different lights is we acclimate them. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so it's staggered it, so yeah. you're not getting into it. Yeah, because I can see definitely, you, you know, the different burn, brightness. So when they first got potted, we'll put them, like, over there, and then we'll slowly move them over, and then get them. Uh, we actually will take them to the other side for a while. So we'll show you the second facility here in a little bit. Those are so pretty, and I love the smell. <laughs> like, it just, like, it's, like, right now, I imagine, I don't know how much, how much, like, like smell blindness do you get now at this point in time totally nose blind yeah yeah, yeah. 
I think I go to all my son's games. I smell like weed. I'm a huge but I can't smell it. It soaks in your clothes. You know, your washer and dryer smell like it. Whatever. It's just what it is at this point. Yeah. I live on this farm. So unless I'm gone, like we go on vacation for like two weeks, then we come back and I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Otherwise, don't even. Which I feel bad for Starbucks people because I figured they're probably like that and they can't smell coffee anymore. Right? That would be the worst. That's probably true. I mean, I do love, I mean, just walking into that room, you just get that. You're just like, oh, right. it's so amazing. So. so we're going to come back up and show you guys where we, after we harvest it from the greenhouse, we hang it up to dry. Okay. So we'll show you these dry rooms. And if people wanted to check out like Buddy Boy Farms, you can check them out online too, right? Yes. At BuddyBoyFarm.com. <laughs> and oh, now we just went into probably the most, oh, this is just humidity. This is like yes. Florida summer. So we have humidifiers in here that are trying, trying to take this out, but we just finished harvesting yesterday, so it's really wet. So that's oh, why you feel wow. more. Yeah. So all, and obviously we have too much for the room. So, these rooms are completely full, and then they had to hang some more out here. Wow. But it's on the door, and it'll tell you what's here. Oh, we got the Evergreen, the Green Crack, Three Kings. Oh, Green Crack, Three Kings. And look, oh my gosh, it's literally floor to ceiling just with weed. I mean, and it's just like the, the whole stems and branches. And so, how long does it take to like harvest all of this, like as it's going. They, they're getting pretty good about being able to take a greenhouse down in one to one and a half days. Wow. Um, wow. And how much in one of these rooms, how much of a greenhouse would be like in this room approximately you would well, think? Well, normally we figure a good greenhouse is if it, if it uh, fills a side in a little bit more, that's a good greenhouse. Wow. So you have some yeah. very good greenhouses. Yes. We, do. <laughs> <laughs> we have been lately. Summer is definitely the best time. Added sunlight. Yeah. You know. Wow. This is literally magical. This is neat. I am just astounded at this. <laughs> like my selfie game is pretty amazing right now. I'm not gonna lie. We're just dorking out right now. <laughs> Yeah, don't mind us. We're just having fun staring at it. Can <laughs> so you flip the light switch? Yeah, thanks. I don't know if you caught that, but there's another floor of these dry rooms right below us. Oh, Same really? Side. So that was, is that one just as full? Uh, you know, I'm not sure right now. This is pretty full for the Probably, probably starting that, yeah. It's just like, Rotated wow. Through. Rotated through. So when they cut it down, they take it up to this room and they take all the big leaves off it and then they hang it up there. Wow, okay. Okay, okay. So then after it's dry there, which is what they're doing right now, they bring it back in here and take it off the stem. Wow. So that's what they're doing today. Hi, everybody. Going pretty good. How do you guys like your job? <laughs> that is awesome. So, yeah, like, I just stepped on a branch. Weed branch is attacking me. Thank you, sir. And get cleaned up a bit more. And then we bring it back here into the 
I mean, obviously, you need that because you're a farm and you're distributing it all across uh, Washington State. Right. Because I know we found it in uh, in Western Washington at in Tacoma at some of our shops, and it was literally the crack in weed. And then I found out you did stuff like literally my favorite weed of all time is green crack. Oh. So yay. the fact that you guys have that and just with all of the crazy. different stuff and looking at all these bins and it's just just so many the DJ Kush, which I'm a fan of, when uh, you guys came by. They're airtight ziplocks, airtight dark black bins, and then wow. you just store it like this. That's what it looks like after it comes out of the dry trimmer. And we will still take it into, I'll show you the next room, but we'll take it in there and the um, team will still scissor cut more off. Wow. Like, I just love that. Just there's so, there's so many proceeds involved in just getting it from just greenhouse i mean even before greenhouse it's a pretty exciting time um you know before we had like harvest cycles right so we had a little bit of downtime and then busy time and since the new facility started especially just the last couple months we're just rotating through on a weekly basis now so we've had to specialize like our workforce too so we've kind of split some teams down the middle just to handle the different processes that makes a lot of sense, and especially with the expansion. Congratulations! Yeah, so that's a, that's amazing. You will see the big difference. You know, when we built, well, first off, what you're standing in used to be a potato fresh potato storage shed. So there was not a second level. There was four bays. Wow. That we stored our fresh potatoes in all winter before we packed them and send them off California at the time because that was the only place that was doing organic. All right. Yeah. Um, so then this building just sat for a long time. So when we decided to do this, we still didn't, we started with just the outdoor and we didn't need all this space. So it was just really four bins. Yeah. Well, then is the more space we needed, the more we put in Ooh. second levels, made offices. Then So everything you see is new and made out of necessity. Well, then when we decided to start doing greenhouses, we built the first one to see, can we do this? Do we like this? Then we were like, okay, that worked. We do a second one. <laughs> Pretty soon now we're all 12 greenhouses over here. And then after so many years, we thought we need another one of these. <laughs> so we took everything we learned over here and you'll see the big difference over there. It's completely different because again, here was, oh, we got a little bit of money. Now we can do this. Oh, we don't have any money. We can't do that. We can't, you know, so yeah, yeah. it's all been that. I'm sure you're learning as you're growing too, right? Yeah. Like new things. Learning as you grow. Right. 100%. 100%. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to see the new facility and yeah. see the improvements and yeah. even technologically, right? So it's all a computer controlled uh, environment over there. So now there's a whole new set of struggles, especially with the internet service we have here. You know, it's yeah. Wi Fi bounced up the mountains, right? So, well, like when we got here, uh, we all looked at our phones and were like, how are we supposed? We don't know who to talk to. Luckily, Jeff saved our asses because yeah. we're just standing out there looking like a bunch of tourists. And like, are you here for the blueberries or the weed? And we're like, yes, but weed first. Yeah. They're used to that because everybody does that. Yeah, it's because yeah. you've got the you've got the, the you pick them blueberries as well. Yeah. So like, you just there's so much more than just weed going on there's here. So. so much going on. At all, times. Yes. all right, we're gonna go over to the pack room now. The Kraken bin. I just saw a Kraken bin. Did you see other big piles of bags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I, I'm just I'm impressed at how 
Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just at this point. I mean, I mean, it's what it, you do, right? It's even if you partake, there's so much yes. doesn't matter. It's just we there. Yeah, really. It's just your commercial yeah, product. It's just your commercial product at this point. So this is our pack room, where they t- you can see they take the food. This is Grit City Podcast. They're from Tacoma. Hello. Yeah. We decided to come and do a tour, so uh, don't mind us. We're just going to be tour driver for a minute. <laughs> so this is uh, send the orders in. This is where they get manifested, where the stickers get printed, where Rose lets the pack team know what they need to pack. So like everybody else, we have had a supply chain issue with our Mylar bags. Oh no! We ran out. Our stuff has been sitting in port for almost three months now. Oh, jeez. And so, luckily, we had these jars. Nice. And so, we are now sending everything out in jars. Um, these aren't stickered yet. Rose is over there stickering them. But we're going to run out of jars here pretty soon, too. So, <laughs> this is our next thing, and there's just nothing we can do about it. So, um, You said more yeah. problems. More problems, yeah. and everything is like, and that's just... That's just how it is right now with yeah. the supply chain thing. It's where everybody is having to deal with that. Absolutely nothing we can do. This is our value brand, LCG. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. And then this I is picked our those up before as well, yeah. And I don't see anyone with right now. But basically, they just take it out the bin, trim it up, put it into whatever size package we need, and then there we go. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, one thing a little different um, about how we do our process is we pack to order. So, and at first it was just to get through the inventory we had and make the most people happy, right? Yeah. Um, so we just really refined that process. So it's just like a week lead time. Okay. So, yeah. and then we package the order to the store's specifications. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and it leads to fresh harvest dates too. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit fresher on that. And then especially at that point too, now with the whatever packing issues you have, you can just kind of deal with that as you're going along right. with it. Right. And there's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, I mean, it's a solution. you got to make a creative solution to all the different problems. Yeah, I mean, printer problems always. Yeah, so. he's always, oh, that's another yeah. Yeah. job. That's a constant. So, um, <laughs> I think a zebra printer technician should be its like own thing in the IT world. You know? <laughs> just, really, that's, I mean, yeah, like even at my job, it was like we have the one copy printer that oh, right. is just dead. It Sometimes it'll work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we have our printers on contract. That's that's. Great. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. You know the copiers and um, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of pages of manifest. You know, with the traceability and all that stuff. Because you have to have all of that, especially with any sort of transport on this. Because it, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. You'll see each. One has every package has oh, yeah. a barcode. Has a QR code, right? Yeah. On it. And so this is the lot that it came out of, uh, right there. So if you look at, you can see the bin has the same. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it'll you'll you'll know this jar came out of this bin. That bin came from that greenhouse. That greenhouse came from those clones. It just goes all the way through. So that's awesome. Did that, you guys just do that, or is that like a requirement? Requirement. Yeah. Oh, okay. Trust me, nobody would do this. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Man, know, there's so much thought into those. Um, you know, we're like looking at how many times we touch a package before it leaves the door, right? So um, us running the, those labels through prints the barcode on it, and it's still just one sticker press instead of putting, you know, a product label and then putting the traceability label yeah, on it. So absolutely, yeah, uh, a lot so of thought into that. You 
decided to come do a tour they're cool enough to let us come check it out so we're just gonna sit here hang out for a second yeah so we also sell product to other farms other producers um you know, like oil extraction labs oh, okay, and, yeah um some places specialize in like pre-rolls okay um, but anyway we have um, other outlets besides retail and so these guys are going through and just trimming the bulk so just from one of the bins that Gladriel was showing you uh, into prepared, um, their five pound lots. Oh, so the, the, definitely the bigger bulk, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, let's head out to greenhouses. Yeah. Nice. Buddy Boy Two. Nice. So we're gonna head over to the greenhouses and then hit up Buddy Boy Two, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> Two Buddy Two Furious. I don't know. I'm going to keep on saying things like that. I'm just going to keep on saying <laughs> What are all the sequels that have cool ones? <laughs> Buddy Boy 2, Lost in New York? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically going to be it. Here, just wandering around here. So we are split up into teams. We have harvest team, grow team, pack team, uh, maintenance team, but and then we'll have... Uh, Head of the maintenance, head of the pack team. But that's kind of it. By the way, there are signs everywhere saying, watch out, this is rattlesnake season. <laughs> so that also added an extra level of danger. <laughs> Just slightly, but you know danger. what? It's good to be mindful of those things. Like, you forget that you may be in Washington, but there are still, you're, it's a totally different climate well, from Western Washington. We're right up by this mountain. The listeners can't see, but we're right against the mountain with <laughs> yep. a whole bunch of rocks. And the snakes just love to come down. And sometimes they get in the greenhouses. And so we have to remind everyone, it is rattlesnake season. Be prepared. I'm glad I didn't wear my Crocs. Yes. To be perfectly <laughs> honest with that. See what? So these are hot washing <laughs> stations right here. Uh, and we mean, we mean potting pots <laughs> like the uh, time. <laughs> Not, this isn't, yeah, this isn't just to, 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 yes, to wash to the leaves the here. So, I'm so, going to check out um, for a minute. You know, they start in those <laughs> one-gallon pots. And then go up to the sevens uh, when they're ready to go in the greenhouses. And here's the doors to that clone room where those, those plants okay. come out of. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's just like right there. And there's actually a gal that works in there most of the time putting tags on, on the plants because after six inches they have to be tagged for Washington State. So. Okay, is that just because now they're considered like they're actually growing now and they're legit plants or? Yeah, yeah it's a legitimate plant plant that we should um, keep inventory on. Okay. And then when we harvest those plants, we convert it into grams and then record the waste in, in pounds. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, everything is very, very regulated. Yeah. Again, no everywhere. one would do that if they didn't have <laughs> you, you have to record the waste as well. To, yeah. To yeah. Prove, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, yeah, they just, they want to make sure every little bit of it's known. It's kind of that. Ask? They're Can still in ask? that unknown factor and they've sure? been right. propagandized sure? for it being a terrible frightening thing and you're just like no so finally at least we're able to slowly be turning it around in the last i mean couple of decades uh, you see the heavy machinery the, the person who does that 
There, there she is. <laughs> yeah. Standing and tagging these plants. Yeah, we're in here checking out the. Uh, wow, we are in the giant greenhouse. So this is our vegging houses. So these are plants are in seven gallons, and they're going to veg here for about three weeks. Okay. And then we're going to move them into a flower house and flower them out. So whenever I think of like greenhouse, I think like super hot, humid, almost like what we were dealing with in the uh, that, that drying yeah. in the drying area. And no, it's a nice climate controlled area. Like it's I don't know the growing conditions of marijuana. Obviously, you guys do, but it seems pretty comfortable. Yeah. So I think a lot of times when people think greenhouses, they think of what someone has in their backyard. Yeah, straight And up. this uh-huh. is a solid structure greenhouse. We don't take these up and move them. They stay forever. We, as you can see, we have lights. We have dehumidifiers, we have fans, we have heaters, we have everything an indoor person has. But you can see the black roll-ups there. Yeah. We can roll that up and use the sun also. Wow, yeah. Or we can roll it down. So that's really the only difference between us and indoor is we get to use the sun too. And that's, they can. That's pretty perfect. Like These are really cool. I just... I, it's amazing just to look at the crop, like how far it extends, and like also just how big these structures really are. Yeah. Like you see them, like I'll even like look at them from the outside, and even the the building that we just came from looked very unassuming. Right. Like when you see the magnitude of all the different greenhouses and realize you have twelve of these. Twenty four. Twenty four of these. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It, uh, that is even more mind-boggling. Yeah. It, it is to us, too. We felt like we finally got control of the first 12, and then now we've got another 12 thrown in. So, again, like Nick had mentioned, we are constantly trying to figure out our new routine. Yeah, it's new every day. You know, I think if you look back a month ago, it's like, wow, you know, we made such progress. But when yeah. it's your daily life, you don't even don't even realize it. Well, you guys are really pushing the envelope on this stuff, too. I mean, you guys are making it up as you go along, right? Like, there's no set standard. No, You, you sure. guys could come up with something tomorrow that could change everything, you know? Absolutely. So, I, I think that's, to me, yeah. that's really interesting, right? Yeah. No blueprint for this no. when we started at all. Of course, people had grown it, but not on these scales. Right. That's well, the difference. Yeah. I'm blown away at the number of people you have here, and then how physically hands-on it is. It seems like it's just constant... You, someone has to be there to do this. Someone yeah. has to be there to do that. Absolutely. And when they miss, it makes a huge impact, right? Yeah. 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 Crazy. Really no, there's interesting. There's 80, 80 people here. Wow. Almost every, pretty much every day. See? BuddyBoyFarm.com. Apply. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, how how did you find a lot of the employees? Are they just people from uh, the surrounding areas to be like, hey, I want to work out here? Or how does that even work out? Well, it's a it's a constant thing. So we just have standing interviews Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah, Google the address. They're not pushing it or anything. There, but, there might be a weird turnover kind of there sometimes, I imagine, right? Well, right. And I think a lot of it has to do with the distance, too. And then oh, the competitive wages in town. I mean, when you have, like, really common... So McDonald's is hiring at what fourteen fifty an hour. So uh, I mean, it's just like really competitive market right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but most people are here for the love of cannabis. Right. So I think, and and it tells, you know, um, these people love their jobs. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody seems pretty happy, <laughs> right? No, and everyone seems pretty. I mean, obviously chill, but it's just like it's one of those things where it's it would just be like any other job you would have at that point, but it's also involving something that you enjoy. So it's right. not yeah. like, 
there's so many times if you're going to like a, a corporate office business, right. no matter what level you're at at it, and you're like, ugh, coming out here, you know what you're getting into. You're experiencing nature in some right. small part, whether it's coming out here or right. even harvesting, trimming, doing all right. that different stuff. That is a really important thing, especially when we're hiring people, because you you get awestruck when you come out here, right? Yeah. It's oh, hard yeah. to keep your jaw. Uh-huh. Um, not what you noticed. But yeah, but in the end, it, you know, it's still real hard work, and um, everybody here just hustles, and that's why they're here. So yeah. really cool. It's great. Let's go show you a house that's getting ready to harvest, or they might. Sweet. See, oh. See those were too, man. yep those were so those were the little guys these were uh, not that big yet and even just looking right straight across the way yeah you can see that those are much bigger and have buds there so <laughs> yeah that's fine I was just happy to uh, have you just rush us on all out here very excited for this that was ever since we had you guys on and it was such a great time. Like, just even your hospitality on wanting to come out and being cool enough to hang out with us. Oh, absolutely. We're happy to, to see you guys again. We had a great time. Did you ever see uh, Clownvis? Have you, you gone there yet? Um, we haven't yet. Okay. It's We've had to push stuff back, but we uh, uh, have been still super into Clownvis. I love okay. that you remember that. <laughs> I forgot How that we showed you. That? Right? I know. I forgot that we showed you that. That was so funny. That was oh, when we were really into Clownvis at that point. <laughs> oh, Clownvis? Yeah, yeah. She had just asked about Clownvis if we'd gone yet. Oh, we're like, no. going to the Clown Hotel yet. <laughs> Not yet, but... Holy moly. So this one you can see is much farther along. Yeah, so this the, the plants are about as tall as us, if not taller. So six foot, because if I sit up straight, stand up straight, I'm six feet tall. There's these awesome little tags again. The oh, barcode. Yeah. Oh, yep. That's ATF. So someone has to come in, barcode every single one of them. Well, we barcode them when they get the two, uh, the six inches. Uh-huh. And then that barcode stays with them through the entire time. Oh, perfect. Okay. But you have to scan it. You have to, the LCB has to know exactly where the plant is. So if we move it from in there to out there, you have to scan it. And so say it's not it's even where moved. it's at the location. It's literally from greenhouse to greenhouse. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It can't just be on the property somewhere. It has to be specific. So that's why we're really about how many times we do move them because it's so labor-intensive yeah. on multiple yeah. facets, right? That makes sense. I mean, if they're, like, it's super, I mean, it, like, the first thing that comes to mind is micromanaging, mm-hmm. and I don't think you would disagree with that. No, But, absolutely. like, right now, the way with the legalities are, until things get changed more, it's... Yeah. You have to live with it, and you have yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. we believe in giving people a responsibility, you know, um, empower them to, to do what they need. So, totally, yeah. Yeah. Like Blade Will was saying, you just have like the one department for management. I love it. So I just, this is all ATF on this side, cool. and let me see what we got over here. Trying to mention that we talked about the Oh, so presidential Kush, ATF, and yeah. do you like you guys got so many different um different strains. How did you come up it was somebody else that was growing like the like like doing the uh uh, the making of the seeds. I don't know. Like, okay. So, um, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I, do. I, I don't. I know okay. What you're getting. Okay. Perfect. So cause... when you first get your license, you get a 10 day window uh-huh. that the LC base basically puts blinders on and says, I don't want to know where you're getting your plants from. Because again, at the very beginning, we were the 14th 
uh, license in the state of Washington. Okay, yeah. Who could we have bought from? You couldn't buy clones from anybody. So they basically just had to go, we don't want to know what you're doing, but just bring some plants Get in. Get some plants. Okay, okay. So we brought clones in from some friends who had medical. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how we originally got our strains. Okay, perfect. And now, our, we yeah. went around, DJ went around and was like, talking to people who had medical and is like, what strain do you have? What's a good strain? What does this one do? We need Indicas. We need Sativas. We need hybrids. And got them. And now we can go to other farms and buy clones from them. And we sell some clones to other people too. Oh, so that's amazing. Now okay. you can do that seven years in, but at first, <laughs> you, where are you going to get them? And so how far off are these uh, to be harvested at this point? Are these about ready or are they... We're getting close. I don't... I needed to look at that board. That board yeah, tells me exactly, and I don't remember every greenhouse. So. But yeah, it was just like spitballing on the eye or sort of thing Let's like that. See, they film it June 1st, and it's usually... So I would say... What do we have? How many more weeks do we have to go here? It's depends about seven weeks in or so. It. Yeah, but they, depending on how big they were when they filled it. Like, oh, were yeah, they yeah. I don't know. I would say maybe another two weeks or so. Well, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're <laughs> You'll also notice these little watering tubes here. Yeah. Um, so that way we can automate the watering process too. That's awesome. So it's basically the same thing. You just you throw them out here. You run tubes to them all yeah, and then so let them rip. Just huh? these tubes. Yep. Yeah, and just make sure one's in each pot. This is cool. So um, this system's all manual. You know, there's timers and switches that reset. Great. Um, and then. Uh, these light depth covers actually have motors, and they're uh, you just flip a switch and they roll up to oh, on the outside. The light. Of the thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. So we have the same thing at the other farm, but it's just automated, so it's on a set schedule. Um, and we're working right now to get the notification set up. You know, um, just sorry to get into the IT stuff. Oh no, that's fine. SMTP server issues. And, uh, the gal uh, Bree, I had to stop by the store and grab a hard drive for a tagging computer that prints all the labels on. So. You know, it's just never-ending, right? Yeah. But we all do what we can. Help people go. It's cool, man. I, it, it's To me, it, it's fascinating and a lot of for a lot of reasons. You know? Oh, yeah. The, 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 new, the newness in the industry, a lot of the tech behind it. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's just going to keep changing over right, the next, right. you know, 10 years. Um, you get, we're, we're just starting to, to touch, right. you know. Uh, well, it's just weird. Yeah, the different technological advances also. I'm just having that other farm across the street. It's not feasible to drive back and forth all the time. So uh, now we're going into remote access of, of everything, you know, so remote management. And that's helpful when we look towards the future. Like, who knows what's going to happen when we get federally legal or these other legal states, right. you know? Nope. Uh, they're just looking at the schedule. So the um, location of each plant is on that chart there, and it tells you the different strains. Oh, wow. So there's different row markers. Oh, I see the A and whatever. So what happens, you know, what happens if one dies? Like, if you actually have a plant die, do you have to, you, do you log that somewhere? Yeah, and it's keep recorded track as a death. Yeah. Wow. So, and one of our, one of the biggest death rates we track is our clone. Oh, okay. So, and it's really affected by temperature. And, um, you know, they're really sensitive being in that water all the time. The pH levels and everything oh, are yeah, super yeah. important. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's a pretty hefty death rate at the beginning, but once we can get them into those first pots, it's usually a pretty free sailing after that. Oh, wow, yep, just cleaning it all up, big old empty. So sad, but ready to be, like, so what? 
They'll take seven gallons out of that veg house we saw, and they'll put them in here tomorrow. Oh, okay. So the turnaround's still pretty quick on it's it. It's very quick. Yeah. We, they usually, if they harvest it one day, they come in and clean it the next day and then fill it. We really, within three days, we want to have it filled back up. Wow. You can see he's up there checking all the lights, wiping them all down. They're getting all the, just everything. We do this after each greenhouse. Get it ready for the next next round. Clean it off and start This is over. another one of our new entry-level positions that we okay. just started. Um, and this is called the wet harvesting because they're harvesting the wet plants and bringing it up to the harvest room to continue the process. So um, it's been really helpful to have a team of people that we can move where we need just to get stuff done. Yep. Let's see. Which house is next? Yeah. Okay, three. So we'll go into three next because cool. that'll be the next one that we harvest. Nice. This is Zeke. He's the assistant head grower. He's Hi, Zeke. I'm long Justin. How long have you been with us now, Zeke? Five and a half. Years. Five and a half years. How'd you end up getting here? Uh, no, DJ friend since I was a little kid. Nice. So. Right on, right on. How do you like it out it. here? Like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good, guys. <laughs> this is Grit City Podcast. They're from over in Tacoma, and we did a podcast with them, and they were nice enough to come out and. Now, yeah, I wanted to experience it all and see what uh, see how the magic is made. Cool. Yeah, so thank you for being a part of that, like, legitimately. Yeah, like, yeah for sure. Make some really, really good weed. <laughs> and, yeah, so we have a great maintenance team, too. So, you know, there's a lot of things to keep working. Uh, we're always looking for, like, light leaks in the houses because any kind oh, of yeah. light drastically... Uh, affects our harvest out of there you know you can walk in and visually see where light leaks are because there's like a, a shorter patch of plants okay yeah yeah, yeah. that's so, crazy just i mean yeah it's just being able to having done something for so long you can just see the patterns and see where there's a break in that right and then be like okay well we got to fix that <laughs> and it's one of those things that the longer you put it off because of resources the longer you know it affects you in the long run too yeah um because that growth cycle is what four and a half to five months so yeah, it's just a very delicate balance. It's been such a beautiful day. Like, oh, it's been perfect. It's not too hot. Right? Yeah. That was the one thing we wanted to be, like, we're kind of wary of and making sure just it was like, well, we'll see how the weather is and depending on how to dress, but also, like, dealing with, like, the wildfire season. And I don't know how much that uh, has affected or um, you are afraid of affecting y'all, but I don't, like, because it seems like, it's all around in eastern Washington. Well, yeah, you know, we have employees that come, you know, from an hour away all the way around us. At wow, least. yeah. Um, so we have a lot of different uh, people affected in the same, in, in different areas. Actually, yeah. So. so, Michelle, how do you how do you like the weed farm so far? Oh, this is so beautiful. Everything about it, from the, the land we're on, um, <laughs> the smells, the, the all the greenhouses and babies, just... And and everyone is so nice. Everyone's it's been really cool. Yeah. I love this door. Oh, love yeah, the, door. the wood uh, the wood paneling. Yeah. They, uh, they carved out a marijuana leaf. Super cute. Oh, this one's getting harvested next. Oh, and these man. ones are a lot taller yeah, there. You can see the difference. Woo! Oh, man, you can Come in here and smell this, Scott. <laughs> You smell it as soon as they open the door. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Uh, this is Maui Wowie. That's G number four. More Maui Wowie. You can see that strong. 
long, skinny sativa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you'll wow. notice the indicators less space. You you barely can see the stem through the buds. Yeah. And on the sativas, you can see that, yeah, that large stem. Stringy. You notice the difference after a while, huh? Oh yeah, you spot it right away. <laughs> sour diesel is a good one too. <laughs> sour diesel is a good it's just, one. It's just a, it's just a so jungle. Sure. Like it's legitimately just a ridiculous oh. jungle. Oh. <laughs> no, you and Michelle are both taking pictures. And again, like how deep? Like how deep are these like greenhouses? They're. Because they're gi- it's like it's yeah. mammoth, like it's seriously, it's huge, and it's just it's like filled. And like, I mean, now you've got the 24, it's so, so it's so cool, man. Uh, I imagine you be wears and you're like, yeah, it's weed, I get it. Oh, no, no, and it's I hate so to be like that. Mean, no, I hate to be like that. Uh, you don't get jaded to it, it's just like there's a business to run on top of it, right? Of course, of course. Um, and you'll notice we have the high pressure sodium lights in here. You'll yep. see LED over at the new the newer ones are LED, which yeah. has been a struggle, also. So. The LEDs have been been a pain. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say a pain. Maybe a pain in our process, right? Oh, okay. So, um, just learning how to grow with them. You know, oh, different okay. temperature requirements, different um, CO two levels. You know, just. Wow. But you can talk to the growers about that. That's <laughs> that's not my deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, don't need... I think the heat adjustment was a surprise uh, for the LED because they're because they're cooler. The lights are cooler themselves. Yeah. Right? Well, do you guys want to head across the street? Yeah, let's go across yeah. the street. We'll see anything you want to show us. Okay. We're here. Yeah. We're now at Buddy Boy 2. Yeah. Now, um, my wife wanted the question asked, do you guys get to name your own roads? Because I think we went down my road. My drive. My drive. And then the other one um, is the Angel Angel's Land- Landing. Angel's Landing. Yes, they did. So we didn't actually, <laughs> the people who lived in that house, um, my dad gave them that land because one of uh, we had an employee that worked for us for so many years and we didn't have a 401k or anything like that. And so he gave her that five acres. Wow. So they were able to name that and they named it My Drive North. <laughs> now, my parents named Angel's Landing Road from Angel's Landing. Uh, it's in what national park is it in? I don't know. It's don't a know. national park. You can Google in it. In the national park, there's an actual, like, Angel's Landing trail that you go up, and it's supposed to be Oh wow, super cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I always thought it was great that you turn off a Devil's Gap. On on yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we absolutely yeah. noticed that. It's like a, yeah. you, hit, you hit the certain county, you hit yeah. Devil's Gap, and then I'm like, okay, then Angel's Landing. I'm like, okay, I mean, <laughs> prophetic. But leave it to the country. Halfway down Devil's Gap Road, it turns into Long Lake Road. Yeah, exactly. So then we started on Long Lake the way yeah. we came down, and then it got to Devil's Gap. And yeah. it was like, it's you'll the eventually county this. line. Spokane <laughs> County and Lincoln County. It's right there. Wow. Yeah. That makes sense. See, look at that. We're learning about all where we're at, too. The geography of it all. Buddy Boy 2 or Buddy Baby. As <laughs> Buddy Baby. Buddy Baby. Which sometimes had a derogatory <laughs> term, I don't know. <laughs> so this one we built as one long main center with the greenhouses coming off the side. So the other ones you have to go outside to get to every greenhouse, and this one you don't. Oh, you wow. Inside. See, it's learning from experience. That, that came, that exactly came with knowledge, right? With experience. So here, 
here we're vegging seven gallons in this big main head house, as we call it. And then we'll move them into Oh, wow, yeah, they're just literally just like arm <laughs> offshoots that go down. I mean, yeah, you're right. They are uh, a lot taller wow. and uh, a bit longer than yeah. the other ones. Full of plants. Yeah. Wow. I mean, basic, same basic stuff in them, but just a lot nicer. Because yeah. it's all inside. Yeah. I mean, it just is a lot. And it's newer. Well, I mean, you had the opportunity to plan this, right? All, of, all at one, yes. as one, rather than you know, piecemeal as you win. Absolutely. Yeah, this is so, awesome. Another interesting thing about this facility is it's automated, right? So the lights are automated, the the temperature control, the fans, uh, humidity, CO2 levels. Um, is the watering on there? I don't know if the watering is. But, um, yeah. It's all on a so, computer system that you can see from anywhere, and it will automatically adjust itself if temperature changes, if anything, you know. That's perfect. I mean, yeah. especially when you're suddenly expanding to such, right. I mean, literally doubling or more than doubling. I mean, you doubled the structures, but the structures are bigger. So, right. But it's still, we're still limited to the 30,000 30, square feet. That's right. Exactly. Because it's, you have it only, yeah. yeah. No, that's it's funny. Rule. You guys are that's stuck. Right. I rules. like that you guys have that rule, right? <laughs> yeah. And you guys know it too. 30,000 yeah. feet. So you can like see, you know, these aisleways are measured out specifically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh, wow. Uh, and people wonder why you need math after high school, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so, so much, much math. math. So much <laughs> yeah, this is just a, a way better setup, right? right. Yeah. And so the yeah. plants are always indoor. Like, we don't... Oh, we never go outside. Yeah. Uh, but we're in the process of moving that cone department to this facility. Um, and this will be, you know, just a, a producer facility. Okay. And then move them maybe when they get bigger over there. Right, yeah. And just like their life over there i know i just step i i like just stepping through the threshold yeah. into it and just be like <laughs> basking it it's like i did it i basked in that one okay <laughs> you, it, there's a good feeling though when you when you go in a greenhouse and you're just surrounded by like growing stuff like that it just feels good man so when i was little um my dad may or may not have he allegedly grew some medical <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct way of saying it. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think all of yeah. parents kind of do. And we had a greenhouse, <laughs> and so he would allegedly grow in the winter. And we actually had a wood stove in there. And sometimes, in order to make sure that it wouldn't freeze, we would sleep out there. <laughs> but I actually remember that feeling as a kid because it was so nice and warm. Yeah. And like you just said, that feeling, I remember that. It's insulating. Yeah. And so it's like a comforting sort of thing. It's mm-hmm. like not quite like a weighted blanket, but, but still. Was, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really Sometimes you want to be careful, though. You'd go in and take a big whiff, and you get uh, you might pass out because the CO2 levels might be a little bit higher. Than oh, yeah, and so you're just like, wow. Okay. Yeah, the door went a little farther. Yeah. Your strength, your strength is astounding. There you go. Yeah, Nick um, is the brown. That yeah. is our head grower, and we have been lucky enough to have him for. I think six years now. Wow. Yeah. He's the magic man, huh? He is. And this is, it is amazing to keep a team together that long in this industry. Absolutely. Like, I mean, just, I've seen just the turnover. If you just look at different, like, shops and stuff, that people, the shops that get into it at the beginning, who maybe didn't quite have the best business acumen, and now are being, you know, picked up by exactly one. 
you know, one company or something. Good, how are you? Good, I'm Dave. I'm Scott. Good to meet you, Scott. Nice to meet you. From- hey, man. <laughs> Good to meet you. Yeah, I'm Nerd G. Nerd Justin. Justin, yeah, Good, like to meet you. Good to meet you. Good to meet you, Michelle. It's pretty amazing. Is it cool if we record you? It's for a podcast. Is it cool if we're recording? Yeah. Cool, cool. I just want to make sure. So, no, uh, astounded. Like, just being able to see all of these different things. And you're the head grower, correct? So, how did you end up, because Galadriel said that you've been here for like six years. Yep. So, how did you end up uh, getting hooked up with this? Uh, You know, I ran into DJ in Spokane. We didn't know each other. And it just so happened, one of his friends uh, I'd been working with uh, at another place there in Spokane and DJ was like yeah well we got this little farm we're gonna try to fire up out here and I drove out here and scoped it out and the main thing I was stoked out is just the, the mountains and the oh yeah all the farm and the blueberries everywhere I mean the environment is just a good place to be and so I, ha- I just haven't been able to leave <laughs> <laughs> so it's been six years and like is it i mean obviously it's uh been a bit of a learning experience for you just going along the times it's like what are some of the you know something that you've learned from here that uh has been really super helpful um i mean i guess in life just finding uh something to 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 do to make money and to be a part of like an awesome group of people and a team like we're just we're a team yeah yeah this whole thing is like it's it's all of us together combined and that's that's, nice. that's where we are. It is everybody like later old DJ, myself, Steve. Everybody is just everybody's hearts in the same place. So that's where our success is. Nice. And like you said, uh, like Spokane. Are you from like Spokane originally? Are you from this area, or how'd you end up here? Uh, Pacific Northwest. I grew up in Sandpoint, Idaho. Nice. Okay. Went to a college in Missoula, and uh, I've always just kind of been a Pacific Northwest guy and. I never thought I was going to live in Washington, but uh, the second they legalized. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Came back with there. Have you been like in the horticulture your life, whole life, or is it just something that kind of has come just from the fact that, yeah, weed now is legalized and you can kind of specialize into that? Yeah, so I started growing medical marijuana in uh, the Sierra Mountains, and I did that for about seven years. Wow, okay. I patiently waited until... Washington, Idaho, or Montana legalized for recreational use. Nice. And, I mean, immediately when it did, I moved up here. That's perfect. It's perfect. Yep. I love all this. I, I just like... Fact, he has a degree in art. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? He's a really great mm-hmm. artist. So, uh, what's your medium? Uh, you know, I, I emphasized in sculpture, but after college, I've just... I do paintings. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of the, the way to relax a little bit more while doing this. Absolutely. How, how stressful is growing weed? Like, I, like, like it, it seems because, I mean, there's a lot of it that you need to learn and know. So it would be imagined that it might be a little stressful. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say that, like, these days I've been able to learn how to balance the stress. Nice. And, yeah, six and a half years with Buddy Boy. So <laughs> that's all but. <laughs> now, you know, ask anybody else that and they're going to tell you that it's really high. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I thrive off of uh, uh, the stress. So right on, man. It's well, yeah, being here for six years is a testament to anybody. anybody being anywhere for six years yep. means yep. that you love it. So I love it. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Dude. I really hey, appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on, man. Cool. I love it. Thank you yep. so much. Absolutely. Dude. Well, if you guys uh, have any more questions, G knows where to find me. And be happy to answer. How big are the greenhouses? Um, these ones. Yeah. One hundred thirty-five feet. And how big are the other ones? One hundred twenty-five. Okay, so about 10 more. Okay, yeah. yeah 
10 more feet. I think they get, uh, I want to say, 45 more plants maybe in each one of these greenhouses. Okay, so just a slight more. Okay. Yeah, I have 10 lights more. <laughs> Everything is measured out perfectly. That's the one yeah. we found out that rules and regulations are extremely strict. Math is the main language here. Yeah, that's why I was just mentioned it was like it's this is heat by twenty four. That adds up, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. extra plants. Yeah, that was wow. So you know, everything's budgeted down to the point. Yeah, and it's like you have to do that. Like we just said, it was like how regulated it is, and the fact that I mean, it's micromanaged, but. You go with what the rules are, and that, yep. that way you can thrive with it. Yep. yep. It worked to hopefully change them sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we like gray areas. We, we work well with those, too. Fair enough. You know, That's how you got to. Well, we got to help define stuff. Yeah. Yep. So they need our help as well, so we try our best. But we do. We, we are uh, we're very strict with our rules. Everything. All, all the way down to the employees. So. Perfect. Love that. Thank you. Seriously. Right, Thanks so much. Thanks, Rick. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Amazing. Yeah. So I guess we can just walk around. Yeah. I, we're finishing up this back room right here. We're going to move all those babies that you guys saw are actually going to be moved over here oh. to this back room. Yeah, we're going off-roading here a little bit. There's a little bit of dirt on the ground. Yes. Just, just <laughs> plants out of here so they haven't come through. Just yet. always constantly evolving, moving. Yeah. Yeah, the team's in there getting that greenhouse cleaned up. We'll move on to this. Nice. Yeah. So we'll, we'll move all the babies over here pretty soon. We're waiting for air conditioners. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as the air conditioners come, then we'll finish moving everything out of here, move the babies in, and this will be the new baby area. It'll be a great space. Yeah. So I'm going to leave a couple of greenhouses we brought online that just kind of put the icing on the cake for our weekly processing deal, yeah. you know, doing harvesting. That's a mother house where we keep the moms where they cut the babies off. That's really? Yep, that was Jeff. Jeff helped us get into the building. He was like, you guys look lost. And we're like, yes. So Jeff used to work for a bottling company, and we were lucky enough to get him. He's way overqualified to work here. We're really happy to have him. That's amazing. Oh, they moved the mother. I'm a liar. It's not the mother house. Aw. It's the house. Up over here wow, to let yeah. the natural airflow go through. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Gosh. And is it it just the mix on however the climate is at that point in time, you can just be like, now's a good time to do that yep. and everything is just Yeah. I don't know where they moved the mother house. Shows how long it's been since I've been over here. <laughs> I don't I'm not allowed out of the office very often. <laughs> and now we get to go out and everyone's like, Oh, oh, here she comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who's all these tourists with her? What the hell? I can't imagine you get a whole lot of tours, but, like, seriously, thank you oh, so much more. for, like, oh, letting us do it. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you don't know your power. Yeah, I don't. Something needs to, you need to, like, do something. Like, stoppers. Did you find any mom? All right. <laughs> They're hiding the mother's... <laughs> it's cool, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. What? So, in in terms of, you know, botany terms and stuff, when you're talking about mothers, what does it mean? So, this, these are the plants that 
plants that we never put into flower so that we can come in and cut the babies off of, and we put them in those water corners that you So saw. that's what we saw at the very beginning. Yes. So you just get them from these. Yes. So in essence, everything is all the same plant, technically. You're just cutting them off. Yeah. That's neat. These are yes. basically trees, right? Yes. Yeah. The different strains, like, we acquire new genetics from time to time just to, you know, keep the strain rotation fresh. Um, but yeah, these just stay under light so they don't, you know, trigger into flowers. So there's no seeds? That no, everything no. is grown from, from these? So yeah. do you guys, how, how do you get new ones? We buy them from other people. Just a whole new, a whole we'll new buy, one? They'll or? bring us clones. Okay. And then we'll grow some up into mother plants. And that's how we restock our own. So you can see how wow. tall those ones are over there. And then these ones are smaller. These are new mothers. Okay. Wow. So they, we only keep them for so many generations. I'm not sure how many for sure, but um, yeah. But it could be the same genetics, right? Yeah. So it's still a clipping from the same original yeah. plant. Wow. That's yeah, cool. Eggs here, right? Yeah. yeah, it's getting it's getting a little thin. It's gonna bust it out. <laughs> yeah, it's big. There's a couple of these that are really, really good size, right? Yeah. And like, how old are these ones compared to the newer ones? Well, there's a tag here. Uh, that's Everything's March. tagged. I love it. Wait, just March this year? Yeah. Holy wow. shit. Like, that's already a thicky in it. Wow, yeah. 3 one And that, what is that? Probably three inches around at the base? Four? Two, three? Nah. Come on. Nah. Come on. Two and a half. You're giving it, man. You're giving it, like, man length right there. Oh, okay. A little bit much on that one, dude. <laughs> but it's still, it's a very tall plant. Like, I don't... And it's... We were talking about just on the way here, just the difference between a farm such as this and the ones we see like in the city, in the industrial areas. Like in Tacoma, we've literally like the old Nally Valley turned into basically Green Valley, where it's just a bunch of industrial buildings that have been converted into growing operations. I like to call it our humble farm. You know, it's not flashy. We're just getting the getting the job done, and we pass that value on to the consumers too. You know, yeah. And it makes sense in that term, but I, just, I love the fact that you can do it with natural. You don't have to yeah. do the manufactured light so all the those, time. Those tarps are actually on the um, control system also. Yeah, that's or beautiful. These are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, yeah. you see these trees? These are cool. They look like I know. Yeah. I know. It's like, it's at this point, it's fabulous. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm running out of adjectives. Right? Oh. Yeah. Like, what did you say? You just wish they could smell it. Right? Right? Exactly. That's why you got to come out here. Buddy Boy podcast. Farms, man. You got to... Uh, That's not right. No. So, not with our so podcast so either. Dude. It'd be a lot of like extra like burps and stuff. Can you smell the difference now? Or are you starting to get nose blind? I, yeah, I'm getting a little bit more nose blind. Yeah. I feel. That's their birthday. May 13th. Happy birthday. So they have a birthday and a death date. Aww. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Just like everything else. They're going somewhere better, though. I promise. <laughs> Into my lungs. Wait. Hey, they got pink forklifts. That's what we need at our house. And these little ones are so pretty, dude. They're like green and purple. Yeah. Just, God damn it. Do you want a picture with Yes, I want a picture with everything. <laughs> oh, let me sneak by. Well, no, not really. <laughs> I was just kidding. Well, you guys have questions? Anything 
small man. I think, you know, like, it's just like, seriously, like, thank you so much for letting us invade your work day. Yeah. Just wander like, around. no, this was like <laughs> fabulous. Like, and I mean, even like with this, like coming and check this out, there's so much more to just the farm than the weed, but yep. it's huge. Like the yeah. two huge prospects of that. Then you got the blueberries and the alfalfa. So it's a whole bunch of different <laughs> ecosystems, really, if you think about it, because of all the different crops you're putting out there. For like the different parts of life, really, and I love pot. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I love, uh, I love, I love, I love pot. No, I love weed as a uh, <laughs> as a business. I, I love that it just. We were talking about this on the way over too. Like it pushes. If you're pushing the envelope of everything, right? You can say tech. You can say growing um, business wise. I, I really think more people need to pay attention. I, I feel. I like, think if you have a passion for weed, yeah. whichever whatever specialty you come out of, like it doesn't have to be like like. It's not, it's not that, like, I smoke weed, therefore I should do a thing. It's like, well, I know tech, and I know that I like weed, and I like to see that business prosper. Right. So I could help with, you know, IT or business information or any of those things. It's about loving what it is, but then also knowing whatever your specialty is to come in and be a part of it. I, I think that one of the things that I definitely understood more once I got in this is that we were not, the marijuana industry was not just creating jobs for people it, here. Yeah. We are buying paper, packaging, delivery vehicles. Yeah. Um, I mean, so we are supporting all of those sub industries, and I don't think people even realize that. But the amount of packaging <laughs> that just our company oh. buys—I mean, oh, that has yeah. infused the world so much. And we'll have these packaging printing people come out that have never smoked in their life and never thought, but lighting people. Yeah. Yeah. Any sort of like yeah, I mean like with like electricians and all of the different things, or just all of the different uh, I mean horticulture stuff that is out there anyway that can move Soil. and get into well, this. Every, right? every time you will expand, you're, I'm guessing you're getting contracting teams to come out. Well, you and know, the guy talk. that just walked by was David, and he did all of the electrical work in this. Him and his kids did all the electrical work in here, and he's been working here for a year and a half. Nice. What I was going to say earlier, it was making me think, is you'll see that we insource a lot instead of outsource. Yeah. So we actually employ teams to, to help us grow larger. You know, it, it's part of our payroll is to expand. And part of even your job right there is to figure out what you need to incorporate whatever problem you have. It's the problem solutions. It's like, well, we need to create a team to do this because we have that need. And is it this for now or are we going to go another step further? So you have to you have to really think about what you're doing. And it's like, another one that was overqualified to work here, but we were like, yeah. <laughs> uh, she saw something in me, and I was like, okay, let's do it. So it's been fun. That's amazing. Like, just seeing how this all just works out, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's interesting because this is very much a local business. Because it has to be because of the rules. Right. It has to be in Washington yeah. State. So even just dealing with any sort of that aspect, you're keeping it to the people in Washington. Yeah. Which is what I love with what it. I mean, yeah. when we see it over, and it's like any sort of weed product you get, it has to come from Washington State. Right. Yeah. So, so I just love the fact that I can go and I can literally go and pick a Buddy Boy Kraken, which is literally 100% my favorite. But the fact you guys got the Green Crack as well and all the different ones. I mean, you got so many more, but those yeah. are like one, two right there yeah. for me. We have Find Buddy Boy on our website also. So. Yeah. Perfect. And I know also uh, you have the yeah. uh, uh, CBD cream. Like the, the lotion, the, the lotion. Amazing Grace lotion. Yeah, the Amazing yes. Grace lotion, which yeah. is amazing. Well, amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about it on the other podcast, but we use it all the time. Oh, I'll get you guys more. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so I actually was in the hospital about a month ago. And um, so when you're uh, in very awkward sleeping positions and things oh, like that. Yeah. And even when I got home, I had to, like, prop myself up and everything. And uh, I noticed, like, I'm like, oh, I'm so sore. And everything just kind of hurts a little bit. So I was rubbing it all over my neck and shoulders. And I was finally able to fall asleep. Like, it got me so comfortable. So, I no, seriously, I love yeah. that. Yeah. You guys some more we, like, we love all of that stuff. So, I mean... People, if you check buddyboyfarms.com, check out all the information. If it's something you might be interested in working professionally, shit, do it. Do it. And, uh, uh, again, thank you guys, Galadriel and Nick. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Fly just attacked me. But, um, seriously, thank you for spending some time with us and, like, giving us the tour of this. Our pleasure. Thank you for coming. Ooh-wee! So we are coming back from Buddy Boy Farms. I don't know how we're going to end up editing this podcast, so this might just be the second half of the trip to Spokane with the Buddy Boy Farms uh, tour straight through in it. Uh, We'll figure that out. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. So this might be just after we showed up to Buddy Boy, or might be after we went to Buddy... Whatever. This is definitely after we've left Yeah, this is after we've left Buddy Boy Farms on our road trip back from there. Uh, so we got to tour the farm itself, but then we got to go check out the blueberry setup, which was a lot of blueberries. Uh, they ended up having just set up their uh, machinery, so we got a bunch of blueberries, which is super fucking amazing. I know. it's a, uh, So it's an organic farm. They have just a, 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 there's a giant willow tree on the property, and I think that's what they named it after because mm-hmm. I saw it's a, a willow. Um, wild willow willow wild willow willow's in the name we're really bad at this i swear we didn't do any weed there we just were around it all the time no right just stepping in you can smell all the weed just as soon as you step on the property but uh it's a you pick them blueberry farm so as soon as we rolled up we saw people just uh you know out in the fields picking their blueberries and Um, fortunately we're vips so uh (laughs) we got to experience their packaged blueberries already True. Took some of those home, so that's very, uh, very fun. And also, we got to check out their little winery. It was, was it uh, Two Whiny Bitches? Yes, yes, it had a picture of their two two doggies, because they always, they also, uh, I guess, have uh, blue healers um, all the time in the family, so they, uh, and we got to meet one of them, uh, kind of ran up to us uh, when we when we oh, yeah. up there. But uh, cute super cute. So they got the little doggies on their logo for the two whiny bitches yep. <laughs> winery. I uh, got some wine. We brought them. We brought them gifts of wine and a Perkins pie because much like Sherry's, a Perkins is uh, famous for their pies. So we had breakfast there this morning and we <laughs> wanted to bring them something. So we're like. Uh, how about a pie? It worked. Yeah, it worked. It yeah. was uh, one of them silk ones, peanut butter silk ones with little peanut butter cups on top. Oh, I love that pie. I, I hope I hope the I hope they uh, like workers it. enjoy that because yeah. that's really fun. So we're heading back now. Uh, I don't know how this podcast is going to keep going if uh, Spokane keeps bringing uh, what Spokane brought on Thursday night. Uh, we're about to hit up Friday and Saturday nights, so we might have stories to tell. Shit might go crazy. 
yeah, someone might shit their pants. <laughs> and it might not be us. Like, we can just experience that. We don't know. We uh, we talked to one of the guys, Nick's, uh, Nick, I think, afterwards, that we went to Fast Eddie's, and he was like, oh. Like, I don't know how I find the places where people go, oh, when you say you've been there. But I've done that. I've done that in Alaska before. I've done it at other places where they're like, why did you go there? I was like, because they, they said they had food. Like, no, man. Well, Fast Eddie's was the uh, uh, first, very first bar. As soon as you cross the bridge from where we're staying at, um, it's just right there on the corner. That had so, food. And, and, Said and they we had thought food. that they had food. <laughs> so we immediately go there. Turns out they're an institution. They have been in Spokane for years, decades, decades. They, have, they are. They probably served food then. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we don't know where uh, where this road is going to take us. We might have to do some more recaps. We'll see what happens as it goes along. And uh, yeah, for now, now we're good. Stay gritty. And we'll see if we get back to this. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>